Hey, bud. Say hello. Hello. Yeah, hello, bud. You're right. Yeah, how's it going, man? All right. Yeah, I just need to have a speakers up a little bit. There we go. <sighs> Fucking hell. <laughs> okay. It's been a, a stressful, stressful week or so. <laughs> oh, shit, I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, yeah, she's been absolutely manic at work. And then I had my driving theory test today, which oh, I was supposed to be... Oh, how Yeah, shit. I, well, I passed. Oh, great. Um, but I was supposed to be doing sort of like revision um, on the night and I've been getting home at like half eight, nine o'clock at night every night and then not going out again. I've been out again at like eight in the morning every night so I've just not had a chance. And then Sunday and yesterday were basically just um, cramming days. So I went into it thinking I, I, am, I am totally not preparing for this. Oh at all. But you might have to out of the bag. Yeah, somehow. Uh, some fucking somehow I don't know how, but I I did yeah. Nice. You had a, a fairly a fairly interesting day today, it would seem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I uh, oh, I don't even know what's going on at the moment, but to be fair, like just right. What am I doing today? Right. Okay. Fine. Somebody come comes over to me. Yeah, we're offering a position. You should go for it. You should definitely go for it. We've been forced to um, uh, uh, advertise it externally, but you should go for it. And it was like, oh, right, cool, okay. All of those, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. So uh, yeah, fuck it out. That's pretty cool, though. Mm. Yeah, no, I mean it was it was nice and like speaking to my boss, and she was just like, look, you know, be selfish about it, like do like do what like don't think about us like just do what you think is best for you i was like oh shit okay fair enough so yeah it was, it was she was pretty cool about it actually well she's very cool about it so yeah uh so yeah there you go <laughs> nice cool um is it me staying the ship on this one this is this is how fucking all over the place i am at the moment um, it I is i think isn't it? i think so yeah 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 yes it is one five six right i'll i'll, I'll lead us in uh, good afternoon, good morning, good evening, and welcome, people, to episode 156 of uh, Dude the Monkey. I am one of your co-hosts, Mark Foster, and as ever, I am joined by... Yeah, Loring, hello. Hello, guys. Um, that's a slight change uh, to the advertised show that we're going to do today in the fact that we're not doing Jungle Book. Ian is going to talk about it, but uh, me being the selfish bastard that I am, just didn't manage to see it uh, because of life things. However, we are going to do uh, The Invitation, which... I've got some views on, we'll say. Uh, so that, that's going to be, I hope, an interesting discussion. Uh, I think we've both got quite a bit to talk about in our, um, sort of what we've been watching, because we didn't do one last week, we did three movies. Yeah, uh, sure. So hopefully there'll still be a, a lot in the show uh, to get out there. Um, Ian, is there anything to add before we jump into trailers? Is there anything that's happened? No, I say on the YouTube channel I put up... Um, you did Ian's Game Face. Yeah, yeah, uh, which I'm going to I'm gonna do every now and then. I'm not yep. going to promise to do it every week because that wouldn't happen, but I'll do it as and when I feel like it and as and when i got something to say. So uh, it's about 20 minutes of me banging on about um, getting an Xbox One and how I'm actually really enjoying it and... <laughs> 
if I'll be honest, if the Xbox One launched in the in the state it is now, I would have been perfectly comfortable getting an Xbox over a PlayStation. Um, I I think Microsoft are doing some really good things, and I think they're kind of treating their customers better than Sony are at the moment. But anyway, I direct you to that. <laughs> Even though you think I'm a fucking twelve year old for buying an Xbox, <laughs> don't you? So. <laughs> no, I, I I don't. I whatever I but the thing is, this does go back to the the, the three sixty thing. Um, and it, it all stems back to, I remember um, having an argument. Um, I call it a discussion, but it wasn't a discussion. It was an argument uh, with a couple of guys at work when uh, the PS3 was being launched and the uh, Xbox 360 was being launched and the Wii were all getting launched around the same time. I remember one of the guys that I worked with was saying that the Xbox, that this was how Xbox were going to overtake Sony and that Microsoft were going to put all their thing behind it. And it was going and it was going. And I remember just nodding there, looking like the smuggest twat you can imagine going, yep, 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 yep. And then when he finished going, I, I will I will stop you in your tracks right there. And he's like, what? Well, I said, it won't happen. And I'm going, go on then, why? And I said, I'll tell you why. One thing, Blu-ray. Yeah. And that was it. And he was like, oh, no, HD, DVD, Apple Outstrip Blu-ray. I remember saying at the time, I bet you 20 quid that HD, DVD doesn't last the next two years. Yeah. And I, I took that 20 quid off him, despite the fact that not only did I not work with him by that point, he lived in a different city. I still messed him at a say, you owe me 20 quid. Yeah, nice. Uh, and, the and there was another guy that was with us, uh, Matt, who I do talk to quite a lot now. Um Still, uh, the guy was a lovely guy, by the way, the guy I was having the discussion slash argument with, uh, Anthony. Um, Matt, uh, another guy who was a complete Nintendo frequent. I'll tell you what, the Wii won't be as good as either of those consoles, but it'll outsell both of them without question. And oh, we both sort of looked at him and went, and went, you know what, he's right. <laughs> <laughs> it all stems back to that. Uh, and I, I, was, I was winding you up a little bit, because <laughs> that's what we do. Nice. Yeah, well, uh, I, I, yeah. I, I can't really talk because I I I, I bought an, an iPad Pro this week, so. Yes, you did. Yeah, I bought an iPhone SE. I, yes, which do you know what? I, I, I if that had come out like, a couple of months ago when I was getting my 6s, I think it is I've got, I'd have got that instead. It is fucking lovely. It's nice and chunky, which I like. Screen's yeah. fine, and the the photos that come out of it are, are awesome. And it shoots 4K, and I got a 64 gig model, and it, it was 439 quid. You know, like, I, I think an iPhone 6S 16 gig model is more than that. Mm. And I got a 64 gig, and it's got the same internals as a 6X, uh, S. All that's missing is the uh, bloody um, 3D touch, and I've never used that before, so I don't care. Loving it. Loving life. Yeah, well, I, I got the I got the pro because I had a bad day. <laughs> That's the way to do it. Yeah, I, I, had, a, I had a really shitty day, um, and so I thought, right, I, I need something to cheer me up. So, um, Vodafone had called us um, not too long ago to tell us that our iPad was due an upgrade, and we sort of said at the time, really, didn't think you got an, an upgrade in your iPad, and they're like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, I rang up the Vodafone store and basically said to them, 
Right, well, upgrade my my iPad, and I said, "Oh, you, you don't do that." It's like, well, somebody told me that I could, yeah. and they said, "No, no, no, that that's not how it works." I said, "All right, I said, that's that's fine if some if, if that's the case, but somebody told me I could. I want to know why somebody told me I could, and you're not telling me I can't." Yeah, can you look at this from my point of view? Who's right and who's wrong? To to which they they they. Went off, listened to the call, came back, and went, yes, yeah, somebody did tell you that. Um, so I ended up getting the, the, the iPad for a ridiculously low cost. It's they said, mental look. how much you got that for. Yeah. They're saying, look, we can't give you it for free. You've got to give us something because they just they physically will not. There's nothing on the system that lets me do that to that. So I got it for a really low price. I think it's about 49.95, and it's £15 a month. I for a year. Yeah, that's mental. Uh, yeah, and I, 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 I bought the I bought the keyboard. And it's only a year as well. It's only like 18 months or two years. It's a year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I've got up like 200 quid. Uh, and actually, that's um, with 10 gigs worth of data a month. So Fucking hell. <laughs> I know. So it's the, yeah, so it's like the 4G version as well. Yeah, it's the 4G version, yeah. Bloody hell. Yeah, so uh, and I've got the keyboard as well, which now it, I, I'm literally going, how the fuck do you use an iPad without a keyboard now? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's lovely. Yeah. Um, so, uh, um, trailers. Uh, there's been a, probably been a few out because we've not. Well, we did record last week, didn't we? we um, but yeah, there's been a few out. I think, haven't there? There's been. I'll let you go. Uh, trailers. Yeah, sure. Um, so, Nine Lives. Kevin Spacey's a cat. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, <laughs> it's a bit. It's a strange one. That. That. Yeah. I mean, that feels like. Some people did some shady under the table stuff, and now it's like we're gonna reveal you unless you star in our cat movie. <laughs> um, I, I, I just, I like, what the fuck is Kevin Spacey doing in this film? I, I like, I just, I, what, yeah, I, what, um, yeah. That that literally that. is, it, it is. Kevin, will you be in this this film where you're a talking cat? <laughs> no, I won't. Uh, it's two million dollars. Uh, you can record it all in a week. Uh, you pick the country, and we'll find a sound studio somewhere there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we need you for two days of live action stuff, and then you can just do it back down a phone. Yeah. He's done it on the cam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. It's. I mean, mental. <laughs> mental. Um. So. Yeah. There's that. Uh, the birth of a nation. The what I already think is going to win Best Picture next year because the narrative is going to be all over this next year. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks cinematic. It looks it, lo- it looks all right. Uh, you know, it, 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 it does. Yeah, you know, it, it does. Because what I'm hoping in this movie is that it, it's not just it's not just a reactionary. Oh, it's oh my god, it's amazing. Is that it is actually really fucking good. And the trailer. If, if I knew nothing about kind of the, the who are about it and everything like that, and I just watched a trailer, I would watch it and go, ooh, okay, that looks pretty fucking good. Yeah, totally. So, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to that. Um, uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, I don't even remember it, so there's that. Uh, I, I didn't even bother fucking clicking on it. Yeah, I, I genuinely can't remember a thing that happened in it. Um, So there's that, yeah. Um, but apparently there's going to be three of them. What, of the films? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure there are. Yeah. I'm sure there are. I'll watch it. Like, I, I'm not. I'm a little bit ambivalent about whether I'll go see it in the cinema, but we'll, we'll see. 
Um, Doctor Strange, its inception begins. Yeah, it it does look like it's borrowing from a lot of things. But then again, it is a trailer. Yeah, um, but I mean, like, uh, I'm interested. Um, I was interested anyway. This makes me neither more nor less. (laughs) Yeah. To be honest, I kind of thought it was a bit of a non-event of a trailer, to be honest. It it is. It kind of landed more than arrived. Uh, Yeah. Which which is weird. It it is almost like Marvel treating it a little bit like sub-Marvel, which is strange for them. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting one. I mean, like, they've got Civil War, so, you know, they've got their money in the bank for the year, so I suppose they could probably take a chance on Doctor Strange. I mean, Scott Derrickson directing it is interesting, you know. Um, I, I, the cast is is solid enough. Yeah. You know, it, it's, I, I don't know. There's nothing that says it's going to be bad. It just, I, it looks like it could potentially be aggressively average. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. There's nothing in there where you went, ooh, but there's a lot where you went, okay. Yeah, I mean, like the kind of the spinny stuff looks like it could be interesting. Like the train, it looks like the training stuff is going to be quite like trippy. And uh, sure, it, it it does look a little bit like um, I don't know, a little bit Matrixy, except Inceptioning. Yeah, I, I just, I, I, I hope that's. I hope the battles, like, it would be good if the battles went a bit mental. Yeah. Um, you know, because, bit... I mean, like, Marvel have, like, with Ant-Man, you know, the going into the quantum zone or whatever it was called. Um, yeah. You know, towards the end of that was, that you know, it was quite striking visually. So it would be, um, it'd be, yeah, I don't know. It'd be fun if they do something like that with this. I, I, I don't know. It just, you know, forget what you know. Okay, great. That's every single line ever. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I just, it's, it's just like the most generic fucking thing. And um, but I don't know. Tilda Swinton looks interesting. Um, Cumberbatch sounds like House, which everybody yeah. said, but it does. <laughs> you know, I didn't notice that until you said that. Actually, it I, does, doesn't it? He, he, like the, the, the fucking line about chakras, it literally sounds like Hugh Laurie is in a house talking about I don't believe in chakras. Great, <laughs> cool. There's that. And then, big one for the week, Neon Demon, I'd say. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, absolutely, yeah. Let's do this, you know. <laughs> it looks, yeah, I'll, I'll watch that. Yeah, I, I was the same. I was I was like, right, let, let, let's go. And then I have to say, yeah, it, it, it looks like a Nicholas Winding Refn movie. I'm fucking totally up for that. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, you know, I, it's I I I I, I mean, I, it's, I I kind of hope it's not just a complete style exercise. Yeah, you want you want closer a drive than Only God Forgives, and I really enjoyed Only God Forgives, but yeah, so let's I, be I honest. Agree with that. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, I think it needs a bit more substance than um, God forgives had, but uh, we'll we'll see. I, I I think it looks like the film of the year that people are going to have an opinion on. Like it's it just like everybody's going to have a very direct <laughs> uh, yeah. opinion, and everyone's going to want to say it, their opinion multiple times. Exactly, especially the people who decide they don't like it. Yeah, um, yeah, it, it, it is one of those films where if you turn around and go, 
you know what? I thought it was all right. It's a solid seven out of ten. You know, there's some bad, there's some good. People who love it will hate you because you don't love it, and people who hate it will hate you because you because you don't hate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They will just be no, it's terrible. No, it's brilliant. Like it's just cat film. Just be all right. (laughs) No, no, (laughs) yeah. So yeah, there is that. Uh, Anything else? Um, I've I've one more. No, that's it for me. Far away, dude. I had one more, and I watched it out of pure fucking curiosity and okay. nothing more. I watched the Angry Birds movie trailer. Sure, okay. Right? For the simple fact, of, and I thought, how? How how, how have they made it? How has it taken them this long to make it? And surely, surely that game is on nobody's iPhone anymore. At all. Mm. Unless it's somebody who quite simply doesn't leave the house... Because, I don't know, they've got too many children living in it. Mm. Um, I laughed a few times. Okay. I'm uh, not going to lie. I, I, I did go, do you know what? I'm going to watch that at some point. Not in okay. the cinema, or not quickly, but at some point, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be hovering over it and go, fuck it, and it's going to go on. Probably, probably either at like two in the morning when I'm a little bit drunk, or... At about eight in the morning when I've woken up from being a little bit drunk. Oh, a little bit drunk. <laughs> uh, yes, you're still 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 plowing away up that aren't you? Three and a half weeks. That's pretty fucking good going. Yeah. So two questions. One, are you noticing how much money you're saving? No, so I bought an Xbox One, so like I'm just But you've got that you have the ability to off. You have the ability to buy the Xbox One because of the because I'm not it. literally because I'm not drinking, yeah, which is kind of crazy. Other one, have you lost weight? Yeah, but to be fair, like I've been doing a lot more like running in prep for the, the the half marathon and whatnot as well. But I have lost about five pounds or so. So it, yeah, yeah. That, that's always that was my thing. I, I gave up drinking about two three years ago. I feel like three, four months, and about four or five years, actually, about two, three months, and I lost weight um, quite significantly. I didn't notice any extra money or anything like that, but I definitely noticed that I lost a bit of weight. Yeah, no, totally, man. I mean, it just, it, it is what it is. Beer bellies are beer bellies, you know, they're, mm. they're so named for a reason, and um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, after the six months, I'll just see how it goes. You know, I mean, like, I'll be, it, like, it'll be into October then, so it'll be getting on for Christmas season, so. Yeah. You know, I'll probably, I mean, Christ, the John Carpenter gig, I'll probably fall off the wagon quite spectacularly then, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you, you are going sober through that, boy. <laughs> no, I, I, I would think I wouldn't. Uh, but on Angry Birds, though, yeah, I mean, I'll, like, I'll probably watch it with Lottie at some point, you know. Exactly, yeah. Uh, right, so our feature film, uh, The Invitation. Uh, Ian kind of messaged me and said, do you want to do this? It kind of just arrived on, on VOD um, last week. Uh, so we give it a watch. Uh, directed by uh, Karen uh, Kuzma, uh, who yeah. directed... Um, Aeon Flux, Jennifer's Body. Body. That was it, yeah. yeah. Um Starring uh, Logan Marshall Green, uh, Tommy Blanchard, and a, a few kind of other sort of semi-recognisable people around there. Um, film starts with uh, Logan Marshall Green's character Will and his girlfriend Cara, his seemingly new girlfriend, who are driving up uh, to just uh, to a dinner party hosted by his ex-wife and her uh, new husband. 
Uh, Logan Ashby seems a little bit tense and sort of like he's not really kind of up for it and there's this hints of, of, of things in the background etc and it's made very well aware that uh, nobody's heard from uh, Eden, his ex-wife for two years I think it is and then she's just come back and invited this sort of group of friends to, to go around for a dinner party at, at her house with her new her new husband and they get there and it's the old friends with a mixture of a few new friends and weird things start to happen which we'll get to as we go as we go through and remember we're all spoilers all the time guys uh if you are new listeners or if you've just forgotten which is insane if you have uh and we we will get quite spoilery with this because i, I don't think any way you can't really to be honest yeah no not really uh so ian the invitation uh what did what did you think yeah, so I mean, again, this is one of those ones that's going to be kind of like bubbling under the surface for a while. Um, you know, I, like people going to screenings of it and then going to go in a bit nuts. So it's like, okay, we'll see how this goes. And it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I, I, you know, yeah, I like it. I think Logan Marshall Green is very good. I mean, like I've I, I only ever recognised him in this in Prometheus, and he's like so much better in this than he is in Prometheus. It's it's almost untrue. Um, and I think he's the anchor for the film. Um, mm. I think ev- everybody else kind of struggles around him, and it kind of feels like he's in a different film, and the film around him is maybe a bit more schlocky. Um, <laughs> And yeah, um, logic holes, um, you could drive a, a truck through, I think. And, um, mm. I, I thought, mm-hmm. I thought the last 10 seconds or minute or so maybe, um, felt like it came from another film entirely. Um, I, 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 I've got a particular bug there with that, to be honest as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the, I, I, well, let's get into that then. Like, because what the fuck did that have to do with anything else? Well, what that was, uh, it's, it's a reference back to um, the. Are you meaning all the the red lights coming on? Yeah, like and, and like obviously the guy like puts the lantern on earlier on. It's like, oh, and it's what like a, it's, what, what's that about? Yeah. Like, essentially, it's a beacon, isn't it, to to people, other people who are in this kind of this sect or this cult. To, to essentially do the same thing as what they're doing, and it's to offer all these sacrifices, and that's what that's what that is. But it's and like he, he met, they're offering them as a sacrifice. But John Carroll Lynch just shoots a bunch of people. Mm. It's not yeah, that, like well, it's even well, like a ritual thing. I don't, yeah, sorry, go on, go on. Well, that, they, they, they were supposed to, weren't they? They were supposed to drink the Kool Aid, yeah. essentially. Which the, the thing, the thing that annoyed me about this is, is the film's doing quite well. Yes. Up to that point. Yeah, it's absolutely. interesting. Yeah, and it, it's yeah. doing well. And, and you're going right. You've already worked out ages ago what's going to happen, but you are working out going. But how is it going to get there? Totally. It's doing a terrible job in trying to convince you, in trying to straddle you between. Oh, is he just being paranoid, or are they crazy cult people? No, they are crazy cult people. He's yeah, not being obviously paranoid. Obviously, crazy cult people. Yeah, this they is are. a horror film. But but you're still wondering. But how's how is it going to play out? And then it plays out, and you go, oh, they just they're, they're just ten minutes of my killing. Oh, that's it. All right. And then they pull that fucking stunt, and you go, oh, do you know what? You earned it up to that moment before the first shooting, or even the moment of the shooting. You earned it. Mm. You you're earning to go for that big a 
fucking hell, look at all these all these beacons that are going around. You'd earned that. But then you can't you can't go as generic as A, drink the fucking Kool-Aid, and B, just stalk and shoot. It, it, it was it, it literally, quite literally, shit the bed. Yeah. And like... then and then it, it pulled the curtains off off and went and went and went. Look at this lovely bed we've made for you. And you're like, no, it's covered in shit. Is what it is. It's co- you, you, it literally, you brought me to a, a really nice, plush, modern-looking fucking hotel, right? You've shown me around the room. As I've been looking in the bathroom and trying out the shower, you've taken a giant shit on the bed, come yeah. back, pulled it to the side, and gone, ha-ha, go to sleep now. No, fuck off. Yeah. It's covered in shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's perfect, that is. I mean, yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing. It, it's... It had, like, like I'm, I'm the same, it had my goodwill. I was like, okay, it's and going somewhere. It's Logan Martian Green, who's who's very good. Yeah, that's the thing, man. Like, and the whole, like, the grief thing, like, the way that's played out and, like, the, the kind of the, the, the flashbacks and the, like, it kind of almost in his head stuff, I think that stuff's really mm. interesting. And the, the scene where he's, like, just a flat out accusing him and then that Choi guy turns up and then, he, and then he's like, you know, I'm so sorry. You know, and just the way that all plays out, it's it's really well done, and it kind of like would have been ballsy if it just like turned out that it was a really weird, edgy, tense dinner party. Yeah, it would do because at that point, I, I, I see. Remember, um, I was getting a vibe off it. Of, have you ever seen the film? I think it's called The Anniversary Party. It, um. I think, it was, I think it was Alan Cummings' directorial debut, if I yeah, remember correctly. Alan Cummings, sorry. Uh, directorial, Alan Cummings and Jennifer Jason Lee directed it. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it had, like, an, it, this is a similar kind of thing where it's a load of old friends going around, um, setting a similar sort of setup, going around uh, to, to have, like, a, a wedding, one of their wedding anniversaries, and everything starts to sort of fall apart. Yeah, it's got a Jennifer Jason Lee, Alan Cummings, who wrote and directed it. And it all stars Kevin Klein, John C. Riley, Phoebe Cates, Gwyneth Paltrow, Parker Posey. Um, it, it's a really sort of interesting film. And up to a point, this has got that kind of vibe if that were a kind of thriller horror movie rather than just one of those intellectual dramas that you get. Um, and I was getting that off it. And then it, the problem is, is people like Tommy Blanchard in this, who I'm sure is taking direction uh, in how weird she's playing it. Mm. He's playing it so floaty, cool in the long white dress and yeah. hugging everybody and just being really like that. And then you've got a fucking douchebag new husband who's wearing like the trousers that look like he made them himself. And it, it just, you wanted to scream at it. We know what's happening. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. No, exactly. And but I mean, then it does kind of interesting things like the video they watch. Yeah. And like the rea- I like the reactions to that as well, where they're just like, "What the fuck? Like, what? What, what is? You know, what? I, I, I liked that. And like the, the what the one girl who's nervous about the whole thing. And like, I'm glad they had her because otherwise it is like, how is no one just walking away from this? You know, yeah. but at least at least they 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 do that. Um. So that you know they've got. The, the build-up is 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 decent, you know. But like you say, it's stalk it's stalk and shoot. I mean, like with House of the Devil, that's similar in in kind of like a slow burn. But the ten minutes at the end is so mental, yeah. That it it it, it kind of like it it justifies it. This 
It's not. It's people get shot, people get stabbed, people creep around. There's a tussle, then someone dies, and then there's a gotcha ending. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I, I like, and the, the thing is, the, the that. I mean, the image at the end of all the Red Lanterns is a cool image. It is, but it hasn't earned it. No, and it doesn't... I don't feel like the story beforehand has sufficiently told me what this stuff means at the end. And you could do the whole kind of like, well, it's your interpretation as to what's going on. No, Uh, fuck off. Fuck off, yeah. Exactly. The the thing is, um, it it, it, all boils down to him going out and lighting the beacon. But... A you know the the big guy not um John Carroll Lynch not John Carroll Lynch the the big guy the big friend guy oh yeah the one who gets him. slapped earlier on yeah 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 he turns around to uh, the David guy at one point and says oh yeah my boss is into uh, the invitation and he goes no 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 it's completely different that is all there is to suggest that that this is known outside of this little town in Mexico they went to mm. and it just it all felt a, a little bit like do you know what there's a more interesting film in there than, than what you want to make. And I, I absolutely think that they, they started with that image at the end. Yeah, and worked backwards. And then worked, worked had an idea and then worked backwards. And it you can tell because it just feels... And it, then you've got the, you know, John Carroll Lynch is, is, is perfectly fine in it. But he again, he's generic cult guy, you know, Big guy, you know, troubled past, and then you've got the Sadie girl who, let's be honest, just looks like a crackhead who'd believe anything if they threw crack at her. Yeah, I yeah, I mean that that whole bit where like she comes out to him earlier on, he's like, she's like, you can fuck me right here if you want, you know, why don't yeah. we just do what we want? That bit just felt completely out of nowhere. And I, and the I fact that, yeah, the, 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 the start of the film were introduced with just wearing just a top and, and nothing, uh, nothing, no trousers, no pants or anything. It's a bit like, do you know what? I didn't need to see her, Bush. Yeah. I did nothing. What, why was she, she could quite easily have just been stood there off to the underwear. I know it's supposed to be that it was weird that she was stood there it, like that, but did it add anything other than the fact that we got to see a woman half naked? Yeah, no, exactly. It, it, it just felt a little bit like that's a bit, that's a bit awkward, really. Yeah, yeah. It, no, it, it, yeah. In the same way as, as I remember when I watched um, Jennifer's Body, I felt a little bit awkward at the amount of focusing they did on Amanda Seyfried and Megan Fox's pants in that film. Where I, I remember thinking in that film, I'm seriously sick of seeing Megan Fox in just pants now. It's nice, but I've got bored of it now. I want to yeah. see something else. Yeah, I yeah no absolutely yeah. I I, I don't know. It just I, I I don't get why people are going nuts for it because like, it looks nice. Yeah, I mean it, it, it looks nice and, and it and it 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 talks smarts at some point. But the problem is. The smart bits and the looking nice are the best bits about it. It's when it gets done with this cult bullshit that it gets boring. But then, I mean, like, like I say, I mean, the video, video like, yeah. the person dying and the guy, the, the the guy just saying like, I, you know, I love you, I'll see you soon and stuff like that. Like, it's 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 creepy, you know. I mean, like the lack of explanation in a way is is interesting, but. It, the, the the red lantern thing at the end is so incongruous. It's like what? So like the whole of this area of LA are in on it? 
Yeah, it, it felt one or two you'd have been all right with, but there's there's a lot there. And, like, and also, that, that, you know the, the the video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you look at that video that was showing it, and they, they had that Doctor Joseph, whatever he was called, mm. giving that little speech. Mm. Well, he sat there just looking at it going. So did they, did they just use the empty set from the the sacrament then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, 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 Christ, I'd rather, I, I mean, yeah, no, absolutely. But I would much rather watch The Sacrament again than watch this again. I, I, I genuinely would. Um, it's, it's, more of an, it's more of an interesting cult film because it literally, it lays itself out as that's what it is. It yeah. doesn't have any any ideas of its station. Whereas I have a feeling The Invitation kind of does. It, 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 it's, it's very pretty, but it's just... It's just like for for all the stuff at the beginning about like grief and how people react to grief and stuff, and then the last ten minutes is stabby stabby shooty shooty. Oh, like the whole area is in on it. Mm. Great. Yeah, it is. It, it's just a little bit. I was disappointed. I, I said I didn't dislike it, but I wouldn't recommend it to anybody because it just it it goes off a fucking cliff. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I mean, that's it. I mean, like you said, Logan Marshall Green is is really really solid. You know, yep. I, I liked how matter-of-fact and straight to the point and not really having a pretense and being an open book, I liked how his character was just say pretty much saying what he felt the entire time. Yeah. And if he didn't have anything nice to say, he wasn't saying anything until it kind of explodes towards the end. Like, I really liked how downbeat the, his character was the, the it, tension in the in the scene where um he's sat like on the, the stairs bit and that david guy locks the door and he takes the key out and he's like why are you taking the key out of the door and it, 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 it's not a, it's not a question it's an accusation as yeah. why have you done that and then the guy says oh well, there's been a lot of what is it and he's like mm, yeah well i haven't heard about them <laughs> yeah. which i think is the best line of the movie is i haven't heard about any of that and then he just says what if there's a fire and it's a bit like, call them, come back from that, dickhead. Yeah, 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 exactly. I, 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 it's just, it's, um, should be better. It yeah. could have been better. Yeah. And it's not, and it's disappointing. But... I, I'm touching cloth on it, because it, it's not all bad, and I feel bad saying it's shit, because Logan Marshall Green it is good, and it builds up really well, but like... Almost every fucking modern horror movie, it seems to be, it just cannot, it just goes generic. Yeah, I, I mean, like, I'm I'm very, very big on The Witch. It's still one of my favourite films of the year, you know, so it's, I'm not saying this happens every single time, but I, I, I mean, I'm going to say definitely not shit, because I really did like Logan Marshall Green, and I liked the build-up, and I liked the tension. Um, but, it, like, I, yeah, it's that last... It's it's from the Kool Aid bit onwards. I I just I disconnected. Yeah, yeah. I, especially, I really aggressively did. Especially as one of the guys that survived is a guy who literally we have built no rapport with at all. One of the guys who survives. Oh it's God! Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Hang sure. on a minute. Why, why, why one of the other people who's actually fucking said something other than I want a blowjob survive? Yeah, yeah. That's a fair point, actually. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that's yes. it. <laughs> cool, right. Uh, let's move on to uh, what we've been watching and throw a few at us. Okay, so I'll uh, I'll, I'll do dung- uh, Dungle Book. I'll do Jungle Book. Um, so, yeah, um, which is done, like, really, 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 really well. Um, and I think, for the most part, that's fine. 
Um, so yeah, this was getting like some pretty fucking rave reviews when reviews started popping up, and I think since then there have been slightly cooler ones. And I am on the slightly cooler spectrum here, but I will say the Jungle Book is one of my like one of my favourite animated films of all time. Like it's really really up there. I, I rewatched it uh, just before actually like the morning of seeing this, and I I, I I would give it a five out of five just because of, like personal nostalgia, even though. The fact that, that, like, basically the end is Mowgli going pussy hunting is a really, really weird ending. Um, and, like, the way the girl manipulates him into, like, following her into the into the village is, um, is mental. Uh, like, just, like, what the fuck? Um, so, yeah, you, you, and Favreau's actually, like, come out and said he's, he, you know, he's not very comfortable with how the original film ends and whatnot as well, which is kind of fair enough. So, uh, here, this, this, the story is largely, uh, the same. So, you got Mowgli, um, who, um, is raised by wolves, and, uh, Bagheera, um, voiced by Ben Kingsley, um, uh, basically takes him to the man village where, uh, well, tries to take him to the man village when Shia Khan, voiced by Idris Elba, uh, kind of comes along and basically says, give me that man, that, that man cub, otherwise I'm going to fucking murder everybody. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I, I mean, spoiler for the first 20 minutes of the Jungle Book, uh, he kills Mowgli's dad. Uh, <laughs> kind of a pretty uh, brutal little scene, to be fair. Uh, just kind of like like claws at his throat and chucks him off a cliff, uh, which is right. Fucking hell, fair enough. Um, the first thing to say about the Jungle Book is rated PG, but don't take your little little ones. <laughs> There's a three year old like looking kid in front of me. He was fucking terrified. Um, <laughs> there are proper jump scares in it. Um, like, there's a re- like a pro- a legit jump scare involving some long grass and Shere Khan pouncing out of it, which. Uh, was a bit holy shit. Um, the 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 kid made her parents leave about twenty minutes before uh, before the end. Uh, and you know, it, like to be fair, I kind of think those parents maybe should have done a bit of research. Mm. Um, it, even though the PG guy, the, the, the BBFC the PG guide, guide's there, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the BBFC guide says mild threat. I kind of think it's a bit more than mild. Um, you know, I mean, like the Scarlett Johansson car sequence is, you know pretty like creepy um even though she's basically an exposition device in this which is mental like somehow she gives Mowgli his backstory he didn't know which doesn't make any sense she's like look into my eyes and I'm gonna tell you and the audience how you came to be with in the wild in the first place isn't really um also um the the treatment of the songs I'm not very happy with, but again, this is a personal connection to the to the original. Bill Murray rattles off the bare necessities like he's drunk, and and just kind of like the bare necessities, all oh, those simple bare necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. All oh, the bare necessities, those mother nature recipes that bring the bare necessities to life. <laughs> it's God, really? Is, is, is it basically a man going, oh, I can't sing? Yeah, because that's the thing. Bill Murray can't sing, and he, he ably demonstrated that in A Very Murray Christmas. Um, and it's it's that, you know. And Bill Murray, otherwise, is very good casting for it, but there's that. Christopher Walken is King Louis. 
he's a gangster Colonel Kurtz Gigantum Eponymous or whatever he's called, which is mental. Um, <laughs> it did look in the trailer a bit, Colonel Kurtzy. Yeah, yeah no, he is because he's like he's in shadow and then he kind of leans forward and the light shines on his face and he's like, "I'm King Louis." It's like, "Whoa, all right then, bloody hell!" Um, he's really threatening, and they skip the first verse of "I Want to Be Like You." You get the whole song in the credits. It, 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 see, in my brain, Chris Walken doing that is basically Chris Walken talking it in a very like you said, like um, no, Bill Murray. He's kind of singing. singing, he's fine, but, like, I'm the king of the swingers, all the jungle VIP, I reached the top and had to stop and that's what's bothering me, I want to be a man-man cub and stroll right into town, just be like the other men, not trying to monkey around. You know, I want that, I yeah. want that, I don't want it in the credits, I want Christopher Walken to sing it, I don't want it to skip straight to, I don't try to kid me man-cub, I made a deal with you, you know, I don't want that, I want him to sing the whole song, I don't care if it's creepy, I want Christopher Walken to do the whole thing. Yeah, you're doing it in the credits. Awesome. That's great. I want it in the main bloody thing. Give me it in the main thing. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. I say is, um, I think Lottie's bringing, uh, Donna's bringing Lottie up. Hi. Hello. Lottie, do you want to, do you want to do a little bit of talking on Daddy's podcast? Do you want to say hello? No. What do you want? What do you want? What's up? Hello. Oh. Hello, what's going on? What can I do for you? What can I do for you? Come here. Come here. What can I do for you? Put put you over there? Where? On the bed? No? You're being shy? Are you being shy? You say hello to Uncle Mark? Hello, Lottie, you're right. Him not, hear, him not hear you? Hang on. I can hear you. Oh, say hello, Lots. Hello. Hello, Lottie. <laughs> Is that Uncle Mark? Hello, here. What? Oh, that's the wolf man. <laughs> <laughs> and who's who's that up there? Totoro. Totoro. And May, yeah, and who else? Uh, who? Are you? What are you looking at now? I'm Right, Daddy's working. Shall we go back downstairs and have a bath? Okay, you say bye-bye. 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 I mean, we'll go downstairs. You're going to go downstairs? No. Where do you want to go? Here. Why do you want to go over there? Yeah. Why? Daddy's working, darling. Let's go downstairs. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, me, me, me go over here. You want to go over there? Yeah. Okay, should we say bye-bye? Yeah. No. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye. Yeah. Bye-bye. Okay, you go with Mummy. Uh, I don't feel okay. We won't go over here. We can have a bath now. No, no, we won't go. Uh-oh. Oh, man, she's, um... I'll just give a bit of context what she was doing. Um, she's very, very, very big on taking all her Disney Pixar collection Blu-rays out of the boxes. Oh. And just and, and like looking at them. We'll we'll stick a Blu-ray on on the Blu-ray player in in here. She'll watch it for two minutes and go another one. 
Uh, find another one for her, and it's a bit of a pain in the ass, but it is what it is. Um, so yeah. anyway, um, so yeah, I think I can start swearing again now. So um, yeah, so I, I, you know, I want King Louis. I want him to do his King Louis thing. So yeah, I, I, the, the songs kind of feel like they're there out of obligation, and I kind of almost wish they just didn't bother. Mm. Um, which is a shame, you know, because you don't really want to feel like that. But I mean, it is what it is. But uh, the scale of it is great. You know, it's a it's a big film and it looks great. The fact that like the Mowgli kid, who's not not great, by the way, the fact that he's the only live action element of it is insane. Yeah. Like it 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 looks it looks real. Like I, I like the, the fact it was all shot on like green screens in L.A., in like downtown LA is I I can't get my head around that. Um, I it just it looks amazing and and good on it. And the the animals talking doesn't look as weird as you think it would. I mean, Shere Khan in particular looks incredible, like incredible. And Idris Elba's great as well. And he's not doing an American accent. He's doing his normal accent. I was just talking normally. Yeah, like his gruff Idris Elba self, which is awesome. And they make some changes to the story as well, which I, I think are legit interesting changes and feel appropriate. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, the the action scenes are good and it's, you know, it's tense. Um, but I mean, yeah, the kid's not great. The, the songs do feel rattled off. And um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not I'm not really, really high on it, but it's it's certainly not a disaster. It feels like John Favreau wasn't just making it out of obligation. It doesn't feel like a director for hire thing. It feels like he was genuinely trying to make a great family film. And to an extent, he's done that. It's just the stuff that feels beholden to the original. It's respectful of the original, but it kind of feels like maybe strike your own path. They're already in discussions about a sequel. If they just drop the songs completely, I, I'd, I'd kind of be down for that, frankly. Yeah, because, it, 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 I mean... It, it cost an awful lot of money as well, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. But it looks it. You know, I mean, it, it, it looks, 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 looks. It's all up there on screen then. Yeah, it looks like it cost a couple hundred million dollars, especially when you consider the fact the kid is the only, the only live action element. It, mental, just absolutely mental. That is pretty impressive, actually. Yeah. Mm. Um. So I'll um. I'm just going to rattle through if that's okay. Yeah, rattle through, rattle through, bud. Cool. So, rewatch Steve Jobs. Awesome. Uh, I watched Jean Renoir's French Can Can, uh, which oh. is just left movie, um, which was uh, a lot of fun, actually. Love story, and it's not amazing, but um, looks great. Great, fantastic dance sequence at the end. You know, re- like a decent time. Uh, I watched Money Train. <laughs> uh, which I really enjoyed actually. Wesley's not Woody Harrelson. I, I love Bonnie Train. However, you, you, you shouldn't have watched it because it's a Christmas movie. That's true. Yeah, I, 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 I look forward. But the train is coming now. Yeah, the train it's... is coming, baby. That's just fucking shit. But you know, it, it's cool. a, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, Kill your friends, which was all right. Um, if you ever want to see James Corden really violently killed, that's the film for you. I, I do, but is he in it actually talking at any point? Uh, yeah, he's not in it that much. Yeah, he's a horrendous piece of shit, that guy. Yes. Um, Pineapple Express, which I genuinely think is a five out of five comedy classic. I fucking love Pineapple Express. 
you just got hit by a Daewoo Lamos motherfucker is a line for the ages. <laughs> I, I remember I, I, I absolutely hated Pineapple Express the first time I watched it. Mental. I absolutely couldn't stand it. Um, and Becky quite enjoyed it. And then she got me to watch it again, and I, I thought it was all right. And then I watched it again and thought, oh, I quite like this, actually. And now I actually really, really like Pineapple Express. There's a lot of really fucking fun shit going on in that movie. Oh, man, yeah, there is. I'm, I'm sorry, I really need a pee. I'm really no, sorry. Is. I'll be right back. I've got the bladder of a fucking eight-year-old. Um, so, uh, yeah, no, Pineapple Express, I just, it's, it makes me laugh really, really hard consistently, so, um, okay, I've actually only got a couple more, Star Wars Force Awakens, rewatch that, still really like it, what can I say, it is kind of crazy how similar the plot is to A New Hope, but they did intend that, I will say, um, the documentary that, Actually, like screened at a festival and whatnot. Um, Secrets of the Force Awakens: A Cinematic oh, yeah. Journey. Um, not great. Um, no, no. Mike, Mike talked about it on Chinstroker versus Punter. Um, it's very um, like not not. It's not very like digging in the dirt nearly as much as you want. It does feel rather Disneyfied. Like, the amount of, like, the whole J.J. Abrams wasn't the first choice director, the uh, Harrison Ford's um, accident, you know, uh, that that kind of stuff. It's not really gone gone into the fact that George Lucas was, like, the white slavers comment that he made and all that kind of stuff. Like, you wouldn't, I suppose you wouldn't expect that stuff to be discussed, but it is disappointing how it is just like, oh, Star Wars is huge. I couldn't believe it when I got it. I couldn't tell people for ages. Oh, Star Wars is huge. Oh, we love Star Wars. As people who worked on this, it worked on the first one. Oh wow, that's great! Awesome. It's a little bit like, well, we know that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there are some interesting um, things. There's um, Harrison Ford being um, gruff in in the interviews is is quite enjoyable. Um, you know, but it, it, yeah, I don't know. It didn't really feel like much. The, the the kind of like how they did BB-8 is is actually pretty interesting. There's not enough of that stuff. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's, the documentary's not great. I mean, the, some of the feature out stuff's all right. It does, it does feel like a pretty disappointing package though, especially compared to what you get with, um, a lot of the other, um, Star Wars DVDs and stuff in the past. So, you know, hey, um, I've only got one other thing to talk about. Um, I watched this on Netflix a bit randomly. Have you ever seen High Spirits? High Spirits? The end a bell. Neil Jordan directed Steve Gutenberg. Um, God, bloody Daryl Hannah, um, Peter O'Toole. Is Liam Neeson in it? Yeah. I, I think I've seen it a long, long, long time ago on, like, VHS. Yeah. The, like, kind of mental. It's it's basically, it's, uh, Peter O'Toole plays, um, <laughs> what are you, you're right, Smiley. I want film. You want a film? Yeah. Oh, good girl. Um, <laughs> so, um... Yeah, like Peter O'Toole plays uh, this guy, the kind of this guy who like owns this like family castle, and um, he's basically about to like foreclose on it, and um, he resets it up as a tourist attraction for like for people who want to like see ghosts and stuff like that, and they make a load of fake ghosts, but then real ghosts start popping out of the woodwork, including Liam Neeson as comedy um, ghost rapist man. <laughs> um which, which is 
mental, and it's Beverly D'Angelo like slowly falling in lust with him. Yeah, I remember, I remember that briefly. Yeah. Yeah, we, and and then Steve Gutenberg falling in love with Ghost Daryl Hannah. Um, and it's just, I, I yeah, I I don't know. It, it's kind of it's it's kind of mental. The 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 the. the, the the, the the moral of it at the end is beauty is basically skin deep, um, which is which is quite something. Like the 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 central crux at the end of it is Daryl Hannah turns into a um, like a corpse basically, and it's Steve Gutenberg going, I'm not really into this now, and her <laughs> going, but you know, beauty's on the inside. He's like, yeah, but looks help. <laughs> and it's, it's just yeah, and it's like really well. This is not what I was expecting. Um, but I mean, Peter O'Toole's basically drunk throughout the entire thing, as he actually probably was. Um, yeah. Liam Neeson's running around with a ginger wig, trying to shag Beverly D'Angelo, and Steve Gutenberg's looking moony-eyed at Daryl Hannah. It's fine. Isn't there a very young Jennifer Tilly in that as well? Yeah, totally. It's Jennifer Tilly and Peter Gallagher. And Peter Gallagher's a priest, and Jennifer Tilly's just trying to shag him the entire time. Yes, that, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's on Netflix, and I was like, right, that cast is interesting. It's Neil Jordan. I've never heard of this. I'll stick it on, and it was it was all right. It's random. It's a Neil Jordan movie. Yeah, it's very random. I don't think I, I don't think I knew that. I remember seeing it, but obviously at the time, I don't think I, I could have paid attention to the fact that it was a Neil Jordan movie. Yeah, I mean, my, my review on Letterboxd, could have done with more drunk O'Toole and less Moon-Eyed Gutenberg. Enjoyed Liam Neeson's ghostly sex pest, though. There you go. <laughs> ghostly sex pest. <laughs> Liam Neeson's ghostly sex pest. That's yeah. a great... That's, that's a, good, a great band, isn't it? Good band or a good pub quiz name. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, cool. Right, uh, I'll rattle through. I'll rattle through mine actually, then in, in a similar fashion. Um, rewatched uh, Bavarian Sound Studio because uh, Becky hadn't seen it, and I bought it for two ninety nine in the week. Uh, okay. It's it's. I think it still holds up really well. It's my third or fourth watch. Um, I, I was more watching Becky's reaction to it um, at the fact that where it just kind of switches on itself, and she was like, "Should look at me? Going, what have I?" Did I fall asleep five minutes and miss something? Like, yeah. No, you didn't. <laughs> so, like, so what happened? That that's it. It doesn't need. You don't need to explain it. Yeah. She's like, Do you know what? Fine. It looked nice enough, and it was creepy. Yeah. <laughs> that, I, that that I will take. It just that's just what how it is. I'm fine with that. So yeah, I really enjoyed uh, the rewatch Burning Sound Studio. It's um, yeah. It, it's. It just works. It, it's, I try, it, it's all about Toby Jones because he, he's. I mean, Toby Jones is a fantastic actor, but mm. it, it's him, kind of not really out of character, but out of what you would normally see him. But he he does do things like this quite a lot anyway. He, you know, he he's a very interesting performer. Uh, I'd say. Um, we watched uh, Twister. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. The Jan de Bont, uh, Bill Paxton movie. Yeah, we decided we were going to watch Twister uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and we decided the night before we're going to watch Twister. And then we sat down and watched Twister, uh, just assuming that it would either be on Netflix or on um, Sky On Demand, which it has been on Sky On Demand for ages. Wasn't there. Wasn't on Netflix, wasn't on Sky On Demand. Uh, and I thought, well, we're watching Twister. How much is it on? As long as it is a... Uh, in quotes, reasonable price on uh, iTunes. We're watching Twister. So I checked, 
uh, and it was seven ninety nine. I thought that's not a reasonable price yeah. at all. But if it was four ninety nine, we'd be watching it. Is it worth three pounds to now either a go and download it? Uh, which I'd like to add, I owned it on VHS, I own it on DVD, so fuck that shit. Hmm. Or, three pounds to have the argument over what else we're going to watch, or shall I just buy it? Yeah. <laughs> so I just bought it. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, do you know what? It's, I, I, I don't regret it at all. It's really entertaining and a lot of fun, and it still holds up. The, the effects still look nice. Uh, it's still a great story. I like the fact that it gets in and gets started straight away. It doesn't mess about with anything. Um, it's nice seeing Helen Hunt in things. Um, it's always great watching Bill Paxton in stuff because I watched Bill Paxton in something else that I'll talk about in a minute. And watching him and going, seriously, how did Bill Paxton have this much of a career? Yeah, I, it's, it's, it, it, yeah that's a question, isn't it? It's is, just he's so damn charming. He is so damn charming and he's so watchable. But... Very similar in a way to Keanu Reeves, his line delivery is so, huh? Some points that it makes him seem worse than he is. However, there's not a character that Bill Paxton ever plays where you don't believe that he is that character, which is really weird because you'd think that he's a terrible actor, but he's not. He's just a really quirky actor. Yeah. Um, So I also watch uh, Frailty. Um, starring Bill Paxton. Oh, do you know what? I've never seen Frailty. I need to. Yeah, I need to get on that. It's one I'm always like, I really want to watch this, and I just never bloody do. Well, it's um, it, it's under a hundred minutes long. Just, um, it's got a real um, Stephen Kingy vibe to it. Mm, sure. Um, it's Paxton's directorial debut. Um, on that as well. Sounds Matthew McConaughey, but a lot of it is more of it is spent. Uh, with Bill Paxton uh, and his his two kids, because the idea is that that Bill Paxton uh, is raising his two boys um, on his own, um, called Fenton and uh, Adam. His kids uh, called Fenton. Yes, his kids called Fenton and Adam. Nice. Um, and it, what happens is, is he gets um, essentially God speaks to him, um, and he thinks that God has has bestowed this power upon him that him and his son have to kill these demons. Um, and um, the Fenton, the, the slightly older kid, um, he thinks that, that, this, that he's crazy and essentially his dad's just gone mad and he's killing people. The, the younger brother, um, Adam, buys into it all. Mm. Um, and it, it turns out that the Bill Paxton decides that the reason why Fenton isn't on board with it is because he's a demon and he he doesn't want to kill him because he's his son yeah. but he's got to he, he, he's, he's got to do got something to, about he's it got, yeah. he's got to break him essentially yeah. um, and all this is happening as a flashback because uh, there's a serial killer called um, God's Hand uh, who uh, Powers Booth is investigating mm. and Matthew McConaughey goes and basically says look I know this who the God's Hand serial killer is it's my brother Adam right okay and he's then relaying the story of how he became how he became the serial killer is this on Netflix? it's on Netflix yeah, yeah I might have to do this yeah okay it- don't worry, it's not fantastic, but it's really interesting, and it, it, it's a decent amount of fun. It's well worth a watch, but it's not fantastic, is what I'll say. But it okay. does have a very kind of a very kind of Stephen Kingy kind of feel to it, uh, in the sense of like 
it and things like that, of, of that kind of small 50s American town thing. Yeah, okay. I'm Yeah, no, I'm I'm bang up for that. Yeah, uh, rewatch Gone Girl, um, which I think it gets better every time I watch it. You mean it's rewatch that, um, yeah. The simple fact is, the more you watch it, the more mad and the more, oh my God, she's so, such a terrible person, Rosamund Pike's character gets but the more I just absolutely fall in love with her as a character. Yeah, I remember you saying that when we initially reviewed it, man. Like, you love a bit of the Pike, don't you? I do, absolutely. And that, where where he grabs her and smashes her into the the wall and says, basically, calls her a C-word, which I don't want to say because I know a lot is in the room. Oh, no, yeah, sorry, the headphones are in, man. You can't uh, I can't say it, but you go ahead. So she basically calls her a cunt and she says, yeah, I may be a cunt, but I'm the cunt that you married. And it's like, and it's just, do you know what? At that point, I would defy any man who wouldn't absolutely go, do you know what? She might, she's right. I am completely <laughs> badly in love with this woman because, do you know what? She's insane. But you're into it. Yeah, that's it. I'd be all, I, I, I'm like, do you know what? Yeah, let's fucking do this. Do you know what we should do? What? We should kill some kids. And she'd, she'd probably just go, oh my God, we should do that. Like, this is going to be great. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, man, you get on with her like a house on fire. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Yeah, loved it. So yeah, I, 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 I Gone Girl is fantastic. Once you realise that it's not Ben Affleck's story, it's Rosamund Pike's. Yeah. You should, you should just fucking go down. You should just go on the ride of your lifetime with that. And it's one of the greatest, I think, moments of the past few years. One of the greatest horror moments of the past few years in cinema is where she slashes, oh, no, um, Harry. Harry's throat. Then turns him over and essentially finishes herself off with his writhing carps. Oh, Brilliant. Man, you see, I need to rewatch Gone Girl as well. I really do. God, that's hilarious, that. It's great. Uh, we watched uh, rewatched the film uh, Murder at 1600, the Wesley Snipes dialogue oh, oh, movie. Mate, I. Murder at 1600 is a film that I have watched more than many, many, many <laughs> classic films. More than I will watch in my. I got into a weird. I oh God, I seriously, I used to watch Murder at 1600 like maybe every weekend for like a solid two, three months. It's another one. I don't know why. Another one that I bought for 7.99 for the simple fact is I was in that bad mood that I decided I was watching Murder at 1600. Yes. And I wasn't. I wasn't going to choose anything else. <laughs> so exactly. that, that's how iTunes are getting money off me now. Mm. Frustration. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's that kind of 90s thriller vibe thing. Wesley Snipes is really good in it. Um, he, he, he's top form Wesley Snipes um, in it. It's an interesting story. It's that kind of conspiracy-esque thing. Uh, but yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoyed Murder at 1600 uh, rewatch. Um, also watched Basic, uh, the John Travolta, uh, Sam Jackson movie. Yes. Um, what a strange movie that is. Mm. Yeah, have you seen it? A uh, basic, yeah, 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 like a, 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 yeah, a while ago, yes. Why is Shivani Beast's character gay? Why is he that gay? <laughs> Why is he that gay? Because <laughs> yeah, he is. He starts and you go, he's very effeminate, and then it goes, and goes, oh, he's gay. Oh, and he's he's like an admiral son. This is this is weird. This is where why why is Samuel Jackson wearing a cape? It's just a strange movie. And but then again, it's that thing of, of, of Travolta. It, it, he's so creepy, but 
but so charismatic and charming in it as well. Um, it, I, I really enjoyed it. Connie Nielsen's terrible, but it works because she's up against John Travolta, who at one point, literally, when he's going into in, to sort of negotiate with somebody and he makes a bet with Connie Nielsen that he can get this guy to talk within, within three minutes um, without even mentioning uh, that he's a um, he's an ex-ranger. And, he's, and he lays on the table in almost like a playgirl pose and sort of looks at him and you're thinking, for anybody else that wouldn't work. There's only two people that can get away with that. John Travolta and, weirdly enough, Nick Cage. Yeah. They're the only two people who can get away with that. Also quite amusing that he's called Tom Hardy in it because I get to imagine, I wonder what Tom Hardy would be like in this role. But yeah, uh, Basic was, was, was fun. I enjoyed Basic. Uh, and finally... Um, I rewatched, re-watched a, a film by one of your favourite directors, uh, but not one of your favourite films by that director. Yes. Um, I rewatched Domino, the Tony Scott movie. Man, y- yeah. Yeah. Because you are a big Scott fan, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I, man, I, I, don't I, get I'm me wrong, I'm a, big, I'm a big Scott fan, but Domino can go take a running jump. I love Domino. Yeah, of course you love Domino. <laughs> you're an idiot. <laughs> it's... <laughs> I love the fact that it's just... Bloody George used to bang on about... George does like Domino as well, doesn't he? Yeah, I, I, I like the fact that it literally is just madness in a movie. Oh. It, it's it's so ridiculous, and it takes the reality TV idea that was exploding at the time, and it just it takes it, screws it up into a ball, and just goes, right, here you go. Here is this concentrated madness that is this movie. And then you grab it, and as... as, as Tony Scott's about to give you it. He just lets go and it explodes all over your face, Domino. and you're covered in Domino just juice everywhere. Yeah, Domino um, juice. Yeah. And I, I, Mickey Rock's great in it. The fact that he plays a a, a badass um, bounty hunter, yet he looks like he can hardly walk. Kira Knightley um, is is as terrible as Kira Knightley usually is, but it works in this movie. Uh, and Edgar Ramirez is is fantastic as kind of this weird. Kind of urban Mowgli. Urban. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, just kind of jumping around and shooting people's <laughs> arms off. Um, and, and then you've got the the usual uh, crop up of characters that you usually get in in a Tony Scott movie where you get a random amount of just weird sort of like oh it's been a Savare it's Lucy Liu it's Delroy Lindau it's it's. It's Monique. Why is Ian Zerling in here? It, 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 Tom Waits turns up and just basically just owns the entire movie. Um, it's I I I love Domino. It's great. You're an idiot. But I am an idiot. I will freely admit that. Yeah. Uh, yes, that that's all I've watched this past couple of weeks. Nice. Cool. Uh, right. I, I don't think we have any questions, do we? Because I didn't ask until quite late today. We probably don't, eh? Let's be honest. Uh, but yes, uh, but, uh, my friend, oh, uh, um, a guy called Christopher Martin, uh, who's uh, at Drazig on Twitter, has said, have you tried Exploitation TV? Like the idea, but not hugely sold on the content. Is it? I'm having a look now. Seeing what it is. Oh, it's like a... Get ultimate access, get unlimited access to the internet's largest and ever-growing collection of exploitation cult underground and under underappreciated oddities. Uh, plans start seven dollars a month with a free trial period. 
It's just like exploitation movies and weird movies. Yeah, nah. Um, I, I wouldn't pay for that. If it was a lot cheaper than seven ninety nine, if it was two ninety nine, I'd maybe buy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's but, fair. But also, well, apparently, um, Amazon Prime has started doing a monthly subscription. Yeah, man, five ninety nine, isn't it? Just for the video. Yeah, I'll be getting that today, and I'm gonna look see what's on that tonight. To be I, honest, I've, I'm I'm about halfway through City Hall. Oh, the uh, Al Pacino movie. Yeah, uh, I'll, t- I'll uh, talk about it next week. Yeah, I've I, I well, I'm just the thing is I, I'm. Because the thing is, we, everyone has this uproar about the the, uh, the VPN and the DSN closing and the multi-region Netflix thing, you know, and closing it, that, that, that loophole. And the thing is, I used it loads. I, I used it all the time. The thing is, you weren't supposed to use it. Yeah. And they've closed the loophole, and they are absolutely well within their rights to do that. I do think they need to up the up their game a little bit with, with uh, the content a little bit on... You know, the UK one, you know, I know people in Australia kind of said the same thing, that the content on there is terrible. They do need to up the game a little bit on that. But then again, I pay five ninety nine and I get all of that content. So it's a bit like, stop fucking whining. Yeah. So, but now there's, there's, there's Amazon out there. I'm looking forward to sort of five ninety nine. I'll happily have that so I can have access to that library and sort of see what's around. If it's, if I highly watch anything like that, I'll cancel it. But, to be honest, with the few bits that I buy on iTunes, with Sky and the on-demand service there, and then um, Amazon Prime and Netflix, I, I should be pretty much covered. If I can't watch it on that, then I'm sure I can find something else I can watch. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, so that is episode 156 of Doing the Monkey. I don't believe there's anything else to add, is there, Ian? No, man, I think we're good. Yeah, uh, so what are we covering next week? Uh, did it do? Um, Jane got a gun. Yes, Jane got a gun. Yeah, yeah, because it's interesting. It's been on the cards for quite a while, hasn't it? Yeah, no, I'm quite looking forward to it, man. Gavin O'Connor, you know, um, interesting cast there. Why not? Yep, I'm, I'm, I'm very much behind that. Uh, I, I might be going to see Miles Ahead as well. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh man, what? Uh, to be fair, I'd, I'd only get to one. I think I'd rather do Jane Got a Gun myself, but I'd be very intrigued to see what you think of Miles Ahead. Yeah, I'm the only watch to do that. I've, I've got a few weeks where I've got doubles because I'm doing a double of that this week, and then next week it's Civil War, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but I also really want to see Demolition. Oh god, yeah, that's out next week as well. There's um, Cineworld are doing an unlimited screening of Green Room next Wednesday. Ah. So I'll be I'll be doing that I'm like a couple of weeks before it actually comes out as well, which is pretty sweet. But um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's getting into it's getting into some good stuff, man. Yeah, because I mean the following week after that again, I've got a double one as well. Uh, Bad neighbours and night of cups. Oh bloody night of cups, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, right, uh, right. So that was episode 156. I hope you enjoyed it, uh, guys. Uh, we thank you for listening. Uh, at dude and the monkey. Um, on Twitter, at DudeFalls, at Ian Loring, DudeMonkey at gmail.com. Uh, check out Ian's uh, 
Game Face uh, YouTube video on It'll there. probably be the only one there ever is, but, you know. Uh, there will be... We're not going to get rid of the YouTube channel. There will be things cropping up on it as and when. Uh, I'm hoping to do a bit of a football kind of like season review, and then I'm going to try and do bits throughout the Euros and kind of get into the flow of doing it there and then start from next season and try and do that. Because uh, hopefully I might actually get some fucking free time at some point in my life. Um, but I'm not going to promise I commit to anything. But, yeah, uh, so just keep your eye out because there'll be stuff might crop up on there and obviously if me and Ian end up in the same fucking place then there'll definitely be something going up on that for sure yeah yes so we bid you adieu and thank you very much bye